I'm back with a brand new series called Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits. Check out Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits on Lifetime every Thursday night. Check your local listings. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like, what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey. I'm Teresa Caputo. You might know me as the Long Island Medium. Why do people call me that? Well, I talk to the dead. My job is to help spirit communicate to their loved ones here in the physical world that they are safe and at peace, and that there is more to life than this. This podcast gives me the opportunity to share my gift with more people than ever before, and to give all of you a better understanding of how I communicate with spirit. I woke up this morning and I was like, okay, do I work out? Do I just kind of relax a little bit? I was working today and I was just kind of looking at my schedule, how many readings we had for the podcast today. And I just started like having these pains. I suffer for years with anxiety. So like I know what anxiety is, but it was just so different. Every time I like tried to calm myself down, it just wasn't getting better. Okay, well, maybe I should just go to the hospital and just get checked out. I literally said to myself, it's just anxiety. Stop it. And then I said, you know what? I am working. It might have to do with something with one of my readings this morning. And I literally said, Lord, if it has to do with one of the readings, please let it be the first one because I can't take this anymore. I struggled like getting ready this morning, taking a shower and just like trying to do like deep breathing and meditating and just drinking water and just like calming myself down. And then as soon as I went into the room, I was like, I felt like I was just like, like I felt this. And I was like, they look so familiar, but they don't look familiar. But for them to literally talk about it. So people always wonder, like, does spirit peek on us? Like when we're sleeping, when we're in the shower. I've never had that, but they're definitely in our conversations. As much as what I went through this morning, this is the thing of why I love what I do. It really shows on how I do allow spirit to do what they feel that they need to do to get their messages across to let their loved ones know that they are okay and safe and at peace. So now we have these two young ladies, Caitlin and Kristen, who have been to my live shows, have followed me for years, and literally make the statement, I hope Teresa doesn't feel my anxiety. (laughs) And then them talking about all the souls because they live across the street from a cemetery. And then I'm like, 
whoa, there's a lot of dead people here. These are two young girls, but it always comes full circle. No reading is ever the same. You might get signs and symbols that might seem common or even the way someone dies, but the validations are always unique and off the wall. Today, the validation was off the charts, but what an amazing session, Caitlin and Kristen had today. I hope you will enjoy this week's episode on Hey Spirit. So you guys look vaguely familiar, but different. So does that make sense? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So, so I've met you before. We met during a meet and greet. Two meet oh. and greets. Two, yeah. Two meet and greets. My hair is always different. <laughs> Oh, is that? Oh, see, these girls look familiar. I'm like, but they look different. I don't know what it is. Clearly, I don't change my hair. Change no, the bun. I always have the bun. It's just her. Hilarious, <laughs> hilarious. So, are you guys from around here? You're from New York. Yes, yes. upstate. Awesome. Well, great to see you guys today. See me, you got to stick with the same hairdo because whether you change it or not, people are always going to have something to say. So I just, <laughs> no, stick, I love I, I just stick with I love it. it. <laughs> it's a staple. Me too. I love my hair. <laughs> so stop making all the comments for me to change my hair. It's not going to happen. <laughs> Literally, my hair was just a little bit darker. My high school picture, Farrah Fawcett days. Love it. Literally, same, same hair. So... <laughs> Clearly, it's not going to change. Oh, well, this is so exciting. So you've guys been to my live shows before, several? Yes. Yes. Awesome. So what do you think of the live shows? I think they're incredibly impactful. You know, there was a couple people that when you read them, it brought me to tears. It was just beautiful. There was a lot of people that. Yeah, there's a couple really... that really stand out for me. Oh, yeah. Wow. But you guys have never been read. I just want to establish that. Yeah, like, no, I've never have... been read by you. Nope. nope. Oh, okay. We've never shared personal information to you or anything. And just witnessed the live experience, correct? Yes. Correct. I really don't think people realize how powerful it is. Like, even if you're in a theater with thousands of people, it's still, it, it changes you in a way that it, okay. it changes me. I'm doing this over 20 years. I've been doing live shows for over 10 years and it's still every single live show changes me and affects me. It really is incredible. So first of all, I want to thank you for all of your support uh, with what I do, attending the live shows, listening to my podcast, watching Long Island Medium, because without the two of you and, and your support, I would not be able to still do what I do. So I want to thank you from of the course. bottom of my heart for all of that support. Of course. So now I hope after you get this reading, you're still going to come to some live shows. Like, I hope like this is not going to be the end now. <laughs> no, 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 never. No, we're, we're lifers. We're lifers. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to still give a little quick speech on how I read Connect with the Souls of the Departed before we get started, because it is my sign to your loved ones that when I do that, that I am ready to work because you guys aren't sisters, correct? Are you guys together, your partners? Yes. And I don't know why I'm saying this. So this might happen. A message doesn't only have to be from one soul. Wow. So I could be hypothetically channeling a soul, say for you, Kristen, and hypothetically, I'm just gonna say it could be your grandfather and Caitlin, you might be saying, oh, geez, but that sounds like my grandmother. Know that that can be. Okay. This is one of the reasons why souls band together. And even if they didn't know each other here in the physical world, especially for something like this, they're connected on the other side because they are then part of your soul circle. So I just wish you both the most amazing and beautiful messages from your loved ones today. I am going to say this, though. I don't know 
if, as I started to enter the other side, there are a lot of people that have died. You have a lot of people, whether it be the both of you or one of you, but there are a lot of souls present. And as I started to move through the souls, what I felt was, say people that have passed of illnesses or tragedies, but then I just felt tragedies. If someone passed of an illness, some peaceful, but then I felt tragedy. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. And I am also going to say this. Is there a lot of anxiety connected to a departure or to some of the departures? Yes. I guess I'm sharing this with you so you understand. I make what I do look very easy. It is the hardest thing for me to do what I do for a living. And I just make it look easy. I woke up this morning with such anxiety that I literally almost went to the hospital. It's because I'm like, this is it. <laughs> Dying. I said to myself, oh my you know what? I'm working today. I think this has to do with my first reading. And then I said to myself, it better be my first reading because I can't feel like this. <laughs> I'm taking the time to share this with you for several reasons. One, because a lot of times I might feel this way as I enter the Zoom room or as mm-hmm. I start to give my speech. This started the second I woke up this morning. And I'm pretty good at managing my emotions, my anxieties, how it is, but this just felt so different. And it literally felt that it was consuming me. And the more I felt it or tried to release it, the worse I felt, I should say. So I feel that this has to do with the way that the person passed. And again, I have no idea who I'm talking to, no idea what is happening, but what I find incredible is that your loved one already, now is there more than one that died this way or that you have anxiety attached to? Because I say a yes. soul, but then there's <laughs> other souls that step forward. I'm like, well, wait a minute, because yeah. now this might explain the intensity of the quote unquote anxiety and the debilitating anxiety yeah. that I felt this morning. Yes. Okay. Now, is it three souls? I think so. Yeah. Okay. That the three souls are validating for you that no matter how we left the physical world, and they might be all different tragedies, whatever it may be, our souls aren't suffering. We are safe and at peace with God. Because for them to affect me in that way is not something that happens and has not happened to me in years, at least a decade. Because I can't allow myself, I would not be able to do the amount of work that I do if that happened every single day. Wow. So right off the bat, the souls are saying, look, you need to let go of the anxiety connected to our departure and know that even though we left in a very tragic way and we might not even have all the answers to our departure because they just showed me that puzzle piece where the pu- pieces don't fit. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. 
that our souls are at peace. Now, do you feel that someone is responsible for someone's death? Yeah. Sometimes someone might feel that way. Spirit first started having me write that someone was murdered. Oh my God. And again, because we have these multiple souls, fair enough, that passed tragically and connected with this anxiety. So I felt that, but then spirit had me stop. And then it was almost like they wanted me to also say, well, you know, sometimes people feel that way if something was done wrong in a medical situation. Do you understand that? I like do. It, wow. And, and yeah. they might feel like, oh my God, you know, these doctors murdered them, you know, and, but that's the way someone feels might not necessarily be the case, but that's how someone might feel. Does that make sense? Yes, yeah. completely. And still I'm being completely honest with you both. I have no idea who I'm talking to, not one clue, but from the second I woke up this morning, it was important that you knew how spirit was making me feel. And literally what I heard that I, I believe it was a male's voice. He said to me, they didn't even tell anybody anything about who they even wanted to connect with today. Is that correct? <laughs> yeah. 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 And what people also don't realize that for me, the, the more I know about someone, the harder it is for me to read. And sometimes Someone might say, you know, oh, I lost my mom or I lost my dad. But at the end of the day, this is the moment of where channeling spirit is so powerful. Because for spirit wanting me to stop and to say, nobody even knows what happened. Because it's also so difficult for you to talk about. It's something that you do not even talk about. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. So know that the souls say, we stand here today. And they want me to use the term of in unity with God, that we're okay. And I almost feel like, do you live your life? How do I say this? Do you live your life for them or for justice of them? or their memory. Yeah. Yeah, their memory. Okay. So know that they want to thank you for that. Now, were they three separate people, like family members? Two are family members. Uh, one's a friend. Okay, but they didn't pass at the same time. No. Is, is what I meant by Correct. that. Correct, yeah, all different times. All, all different times. But I am going to say back, like, one right after another. After yeah, another. <laughs> yeah. Correct? Yeah. And do you understand the, the males that are departed? I do. Okay. And is there one female? Yes. They're like giving me like little pieces. And I literally said to them, I go, you guys made me literally almost bring myself to the friggin' hospital this morning. You can't make this a little bit friggin' easier for me. Oh my God. Like just a little bit. <laughs> oh man, we can't be the ones to take Teresa out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> but but does that make sense? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So now what is happening now is nothing like you've ever experienced. Right? Correct. Because 
the female just said to me, she said, I almost feel like a sister. So there has to be this close knit bond to her. Is that correct? Correct. She said to me, well, you did say that we have to channel much higher and stronger because they've been to your life. Cause it sounds like, Oh, they've been to my live shows. I can, I go, all right, spirit, you got to step up. She's like, we had to step it up. <laughs> so we knew this and I'm like, okay, there's a difference in stepping it up and scaring the shit out of me. Okay. Two different things. <laughs> <laughs> but I almost feel like, and, and they're all like, no, 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 we're just trying to do it. We're just trying to, you know. <laughs> so now I'm going to go back. I want to go to one of the departures because I keep feeling this. I don't know if there was a lot of blood at the departure. And that could be internal injuries. I don't care what they are, but I can, when a soul makes me taste like blood and I can feel it, so I could just taste it, but when I taste it and feel it, it means that there was a lot of blood or that's something that you visualize mm. or imagine them suffering with. Yeah. Okay. So how do you understand that? When you say I picture it, my it's my stepdad, he uh, commits suicide. Okay. So this is what, how do you understand the mom that's departed as well? So if it's not a mom, then it would be a grandmother. That would be my grandma. Yeah. Okay. Only because she keeps going, what's happening? She's like in the back of the room going, what, what's going on? And everyone's like, oh, no, no, nothing. Nothing's happening. And she's like, wait, 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 wait. Who is that? that? Would that be like a personality? Like, tell her to get over here. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Perfect. So look, I just asked other souls to step forward as well. Do you understand? So what she has done is made her presence known. Do you understand that? But here spirit is saying, this is what needs to happen first. Do you understand that? Yes. So know that your dad takes this opportunity to step forward and to say, I need you to stop visualizing what it was like for me. And I don't know, were you there? Or did you just speak to him before? Uh, yeah, I had just talked to him before. It was my stepdad. But you have to understand, it's going to, it's my same, it's going to be a father to me. Do you, do you understand that? Yeah. And it's almost like, I feel like, oh, I, I don't know how to say this because I've never had this before. He made me feel like that you, there was always something about you that he wished he could be more like, like in the fact of like owning myself, like knowing like what I wanted to do with my life, what I wanted to be in life. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. Because he says, I want you to know how much I admired you and how much I looked up to you. Now this is very unique because now this is a father figure saying this to you. Mm -hmm. Did he have the anxiety? <laughs> um, no, I don't think he did. Okay. Who had the anxiety? Uh, my dad. Okay. And he's departed as well. Yes. Okay. Because I said, who keeps making me feel the anxiety? And then the, I felt the father figure again. So now I'm like, what's going on here? 
<laughs> Tell Fair them enough. thanks for giving it to me. Yeah. <laughs> but look at this. What your stepdad is saying, this transition is amazing because what he's showing me is like, I couldn't get over what, you know, like you helped me so much. And then I felt this father figure of like, okay, yeah, here's the anxiety. I couldn't get past the anxiety. I allowed it to consume me, which turned into, I'll use the term self-medicating. Fair yeah. enough. Yep. Which then ended my life. So there's a part of me that spirit is making me feel like that you, even with all of your struggles, quote unquote, fair enough, mm -hmm. anxieties, whatever they may be, you are strong enough to overcome that. To, not that it's easy, but you have found the way to overcome that. So know that they are both very proud of the person that you have become for how you have embraced who God intended you to be and you love and honor and respect yourself more than any anxiety that this life, world, society, however you want to interpret it, causes you. Mm -hmm. But you have found a way to kind of release it and allow a healing, even though it's it's still hard. Yeah. So that is what everything I felt was about. It makes sense. For your dad to sh make me feel this anxiety. And to say, I am finally free of my anxiety. And he says, and I don't want you to think for one minute that you were not important to me. He shows me this little bit of a separation. So I don't know if there was a period of time where maybe you didn't see him speak to him for whatever reason. Now, this is my dad, not my stepdad. It could be both. Both. Okay. D does that make sense? Yeah, I, I said, guess it does. Yeah. I literally said to them, which one is it? <laughs> one of you step forward and they both step forward. I want to explain this to you. When souls make me feel this way, you have to place it, Caitlin, on how it fits, on how you feel and how the relationship was. It can also just simply being, I am sorry for not being able to be the dad that you needed me to be at times. But I feel like it was because of my own things, my own stuff that I was going through, my own anxieties, my own struggles. I couldn't, I didn't know how to be there for you. And then because of that, it was almost like I was blinded by what you needed from me. That makes sense. Yeah, it does. I don't think I've ever said that before. <laughs> so I feel like it's so important. Know that when souls say that they're sorry, even when they take responsibility, but then add, I'm sorry, and then show me why, it means that they had to relive all of their disappointment through your eyes. 
So it's like anything that you went through where you felt that they weren't there for you or where you wish things could have been different or support or whatever it may be, anything that hurt you, made you feel bad or sad about yourself, their soul had to relive their life, but through your eyes. So it's almost like they had to feel what it was like for you. What it was like on how you were disappointed time and time again. But then I heard, but you never let anyone see that. You were always Hmm. like, nope, I'm fine. Um, I don't care. (laughs) Then? (laughs) Unbothered. Yeah. Bother me. (laughs) Right? Yeah. But they felt that. They had to feel that. I almost feel like your two dads right now are bad. They go, no, no, she feels me right now. No. Oh my Teresa, God. Teresa's going to ask. <laughs> Teresa's going to ask her, do you feel someone? And she's going to say, it's me. It's a stepdad. And then your dad goes, no, it's me. I'm her dad. She's going to feel me more than you. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so I always say, who says when we feel something that it has to be only one soul. Why can't it be both of them? And the reason why I say that to you is because they don't separate. With every time they say something, they do it together. Mm-hmm. So again, it's your you have to also place that on how that fits for you. But I interpret it in a way of that whatever it is that you sense and feel, they're working together on the other side to give you the support, the strength that you deserve and need at times because that's what you always gave them. Were you your dad's only daughter? Yes. only child? Only daughter. Because I felt like it was important that you knew that, and I believe he had me say this that, or made me at least feel this, and maybe I didn't interpret it in this way earlier, but you were like, like having a daughter was like the most important thing that he ever did with his life. (laughs) that's what he always said yeah and I feel like he looked at me and said you know Teresa things happen in life he he didn't use those words he used different words but I'm choosing I'm sure he did (laughs) (laughs) he kind of made me feel like I just got consumed by it it was almost like he was drowning in his own stuff And I almost feel like he's like, listen, no excuses, but I feel like things weren't easy for him. It was one thing after another, after another, after another. (laughs) So everything just kept piling up and piling up. And it was like, I felt like I was drowning. Yeah. And I just couldn't help myself. Now, do you connect with the stars? Yeah. The stars and the moon. Did he serve our country? No. Okay, so why would he tell me the Star Spangled Banner? So I don't have a meaning for that. I don't know. But you connect with the stars and the moon? Yeah. Okay. Do you do astrology? Uh, no, no. <laughs> it was um, the moon with him was my parents were divorced. So and I, I would cry leaving his house to go to my mom's house. So he'd tell me to go outside and look at the moon because he had the same moon. So we were looking at the same moon when I was younger. <sighs> 
oh, so he kept showing me like astrology. Like we have, we, we have the same constellation. Like we have, the, and I, I didn't know what that was. Like, yeah. oh, so no matter where you were, if you looked at the moon. He was like, not the same moon. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Look, we all carry around different stressors. Some are big and some are small, right? But at the end of the day, when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. You know, therapy just isn't for people who experience major trauma. Therapy, I find for myself, is great for learning positive coping skills and also how to set boundaries. And it has empowered me in the best way to be the best version of myself. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. And you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash HeySpirit today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash Hey Spirit. Now, how do you connect with the number 23? <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> Get out of here. Go home. You're all we set. Gotta We're, go. done. We're done. <laughs> Get um, out of here. Sorry. Take yourself to the hospital. Get out of here. <laughs> um, Get out of here. That is like the number I live by. What his birthday number. It's my number. It's just become my number since I lost him. Okay. Because he said to me, the reason why I said to you the number 23 was because I said, you know, if I say something to someone that I could misinterpret, first want to say it, um, and I want to move on from it. And then he said to me, I'm sorry that I promised her the world and I couldn't do that for her. And I'm sorry. I said, why do I, you make me feel like the Star Spangled Banner, like people that protect our country, they save us, right? Yeah. And it was almost like he was like showing me like I couldn't save her. Does that make sense? It does, yeah. And he says, and for that, I am sorry. And I am sorry if I disappointed you along the way. And I asked him to validate that that is what he wanted me to say. And he showed me the number 23. <laughs> <laughs> So know that your dad says, I will forever continue to love and support you. And it's almost like, this is my princess. She deserves, <laughs> she deserves oh my God. the world. She deserves everything. 
Do you have a tiara? No. Or was that something that you remember from your childhood? Or, or did your dad always refer to you as the princess? <laughs> he always called me that, yeah. So know that he says you will forever be my princess. And always know how proud I am of the person you've become. Now, do you have that picture of you and your dad, I feel like, when you were like either an infant or like really young? <laughs> yeah. He's like, this is my favorite picture. He's like, because every day was like Skittles and rainbows for us when <laughs> she was, was little. It was. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> he says, so I want to thank you for always focusing and remembering the joys that we had and not so much of the sadness and the sorrow. Did your dad have tattoos? Uh, no, he wanted one, but he passed before he could get it because <laughs> he chickened okay. out one day, but I do. But do, So do you have the tattoo that he was going to get? No. Because he showed me my symbol for that when a soul, when someone gets a tattoo that either someone, ha it's, more, it's more than a memory tattoo. So you might have a tattoo in memory of your dad, but I felt like it had... Like, how do I say this? And I don't mean to slight anyone's tattoo, but it had more than that. Like, it's almost like my dad always talked about getting an eagle. I'm just using this as an, so I got an eagle or, you know, my dad had this. So I got this. Does that make sense? It does. I never, I never got what he wanted though. Yeah. But she but keeps touching her arm, right? Where is this where it is? Yeah. Is this where it, okay. <laughs> so was it a thought? Did you think about getting what your dad wanted? It was a, uh, he wanted an American flag and an Irish flag. So <laughs> now it's tying. The <laughs> stars and the stripes. <laughs> yeah. Yay. Talk about anxiety. <laughs> Got it. See, yeah. we, I get this sometimes. <laughs> Do you have one star or what is that? The nautical star? Do you have the, or something with a compass with the star? No, I have, a, I'm thinking, uh, no. <laughs> I keep seeing this. You ever see this star that people have on their houses? It's like a copper. That's what he's showing me. So do you have a, so that's why I said nautical star. So, or do you have a moon? Like there has to be something. I have a, no, the only thing like She's that looking would, at her feet, by the way. I, so like, I, 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 I wish you guys could like see this. Like, she's literally looking at her feet. Take an inventory. Oh um, man. No, I have. I have a, a lighthouse. That's all I can think of. Okay. So I interpreted that. See, this is what I love what's happening. I was really showing you and everyone listening now on how symbols can have a different meaning for me. So for me, like the stars, like you, oh, like the nautical star, like the compass, it's to find your way home. It's to find yourself. But that what you have, that's your, the lighthouse symbolizes. Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. Got it. Perfect. Yeah. So validating your dad is trying to now make me feel like, oh, well, that's in memory of me. And I'm like, yeah, okay. It is. There's something to do with oh him. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, got it. Uh, just so you know, every time they give me something and it's crazy off the wall, like what they just did now, I say to them, you almost sent me to the hospital this morning. You almost <laughs> literally made me go to the hospital this morning. I just want to say. Oh my God, I can't get over it. But I think it also just goes to show on how much I do allow 
or how important it is for spirit to validate that presence and more. And, and look, is this also because like, I have no idea who I was reading. I had, I have no idea who I'm reading. I pop into the zone. I'm like, Oh, this, she looks familiar. <laughs> and I look at the bottom because at the name, it, you put your name on the bottom, right? You could see mm -hmm. your name on the bottom of the thing. When your dad passed, did you actually sit with his physical body after he passed away? I didn't. Okay. And is this something that you regret or you wish you were able to, or had that opportunity? Yeah, I wish I was there. Okay. So, and do you visualize that? Because what your dad did is he placed me by the, by the bed. And it's this weird thing that they make me feel that I know that this is something that you wished for, that it didn't happen, but you literally visualize it. And he made me squeeze his hand. And he says, I want her to know that how, tell her how strong my hand is and that I can feel her strength. So I don't know if you visualize yourself saying goodbye to him by his bedside, holding his hand, know that to him, that it's almost like you had this spiritual connection and being able to do that with his soul. Did you do that in a dream? <laughs> yeah. Shut up. I go, wait a minute. Why do I feel like that you did do this in a dream? And he's like, we were able to say goodbye in a dream. That happened. Yeah, it, it's weird because also that day I had a I had a feeling he was gonna pass, which is really weird. It was like a weird thought, and then I I kept thinking about that, and then when it happened, that happened afterwards. Yeah. So a lot of times when we get these weird feelings and emotions and things, there there are things that we're not able to prevent. So no. That And I love how your dad was saying the whole time, you were there for me, how much you supported me and how you always encouraged me, right? Yeah. And then here we are, this moment of you saying, I felt this uneasy feeling that day. Not always to mean that we could have prevented. Yeah, yeah. Your dad always says, remember, things are about free will choices. Now, where does the mom come in that's passed as well? Would that be the, your grandmother, Kristen? Yeah. Because she, she's funny. <laughs> I hear her in the back, but she's quiet, but yet loud. I can't explain that. Yes. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. She's like, they keep telling me nothing's happening, but I know there's something going on here. <laughs> I know something is happening. So I am going to ask you this, Kristen. Was there something going into this session that you said to spirit or prayed and said, I want more than anything, but for Caitlin to hear from her dads today. I did. Okay. And that it would be okay if grandma, if you didn't come through as long as Caitlin receives what she needed. <laughs> I said exactly that. And you didn't know that Caitlin, did you? I, I right before she said it and I was like, why would you say that? <laughs> so validating for you that your loved ones heard you and giving you that gift of exactly what you needed so you can start to heal. Nothing in life is easy, especially the loss of a loved one. And I don't think the pain 
the sadness, the sorrow really ever goes away. I think it just somehow becomes lighter. I, I choose to use the word lighter because it's not easy. And it's not even, I don't even want to say easier. It's just lighter because it's almost like you could still feel it, but it just doesn't weigh you down as much. Now, how do you connect with blankets with your grandmother? Do you have her, so there's several things. Either she knitted or crocheted. You have her blanket and or she complained about being cold prior to her departure. She did make blankets. Okay, do you have one of them or is there a childhood blanket? I don't have them anymore, but I, um, I lived in her house after she passed. So I had all of her things. If a soul brings up something that say was important to you or that then you had to let go of donate or other people made those choices for you. Fair enough. Yes. Not wanting you to carry that burden of not having it no longer. Cause that is the only way a soul will bring up something as if you have it, and if you physically do not have it anymore, it becomes my symbol for that someone or there was a situation why you had to let go of it or why you don't have it, and to spirit and saying that it's okay. Now, do you, but do you have her jewelry? I do have a ring of hers. Okay. And I don't care if it's costume, if it's not of any value, but she made me feel like that you carry the things that really don't have any monetary value of hers. Yeah, I think it's a touch key ring. <laughs> <laughs> and wanting to thank you for that. Now, was there someone else that died tragically? Oh, you keep saying mother. My stepmother passed away. Okay, and did she pass tragically? I believe so. Or just unexpected? It was unexpected. Okay. Do you know if there was a hitting of the head or if she hit her head? The details, I don't really know too much of the details. We might have had something to do with that. I'm not sure. The details are kind of hazy of why she passed. You don't know anyone that was hit by a car or that was hit or they hit their head that caused or attributed to their departure? No. Okay. Well, they put me in a car and then you might be reading the earlier. girl from earlier. Oh, yeah. the young girl from earlier. Oh, okay. I'm just going to go back this to you, Kristen, with your stepmom. Mm -hmm. That even though we don't have the answers to my death, I feel like I lived a very private life. Is that correct? Yep. <laughs> okay. So, cause she took responsibility for her departure and what she meant by that was taking responsibility for her actions and choices and for being so private, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. She also says, I'm sorry for making things difficult at times. Wow. Okay. And I feel like that she needs to take responsibility for that. And whatever that may be. That makes sense to me. But I feel like she meddled and maybe caused separations where they shouldn't have been. She took my dad. We all live in New York. And at one point, they sold their house, moved to Florida, didn't tell me, and I didn't hear from them for a decade. Takes responsibility for them. For that, she is sorry. 
So now, how do we understand this car accident or something with the car? That was my friend in high school. Okay. But I feel like it was much closer than that. Is this was remember I tried to talk about her earlier. I kind of felt like you were like a sister, or there was this close, very, very close bond. And I feel like, you know, a lot of times when a soul makes me feel like a sister, because I don't have a sister. And when they show me my cousin Lisa, who's like my sister, it's like we share everything together. Like everything. Yeah. So it's almost like that's how she made me feel. And it was almost like you could tell each other everything. Did she have a cool car? <laughs> Uh, no. But how do you connect this with her departure? She was in a car accident that, um, someone who was, um, under the influence caused. Okay. Did you not know this person that was driving or didn't know of them well, or you didn't, uh, particularly care for them at the time? No, I knew, I knew the driver of the vehicle, um, pretty well. I, I don't know the, the person that caused the accident. I don't know. It was oh, the okay. other driver's fault. That's what I... Yeah. Okay. But did you know of the person in the other car? Or why do I feel like that there was some type of connection? I I didn't know him. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. And was he young as well? He was. Yeah. I think okay. he was around our age. Okay. So that's why I felt that. Because yeah. I, I was like, why am I being so confused with this of this? Because I felt contemporary, which would be yeah. like around the same age. Now, was she the only one that passed? No. Uh, the, the there other... was another. Uh, not the other driver. There was four people in the one car. The driver passed, um, and, and she was in the back, and she passed. The reason why I questioned that was because she made me feel like that people survived the accident. They did. Their significant others at the time did, each one. Okay. So know that the souls, and I do feel like that they died instantly, or there was there had to be this hitting of the head. Yeah. Now, was your friend not wearing her seatbelt? I don't know the details of that. Okay, only because she made me feel like even, because when a soul makes me, when they show me the marking of the seatbelt, it becomes my symbol for sometimes someone will say, oh yes, that's what actually caused the death was the seatbelt. And, or it could be the meaning of even if I was wearing a seatbelt, I still would not have survived. Okay. Because I felt this, this, the, the hitting of the head. Did you not get to speak to her prior to the departure or did you lose communication for a little bit? I don't care if it was a couple of days or. Yeah. Yeah. I would say there wasn't a lot of communication right beforehand. Can you connect with volleyball? Softball. Oh, softball. Cause I, she showed yeah. me this ball. I'm like, I don't know what ball yeah. this is. It's not a baseball. <laughs> yeah. You, you yeah. played softball she, with her. Yeah. She was my <laughs> teammate. Yep. Was she very tall or who was tall? Are you tall? I was taller. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cause I, cause she showed me height and then showed me this weird white ball and I, I didn't know what it was. So I went with volleyball cause she made me, so was height always a thing with you guys? Or I don't know, like if you guys would tease each other or she would always try to say she was taller or you were tall. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember okay. that. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll pass on that. There's something with that. Like, don't be now surprised if you come across a picture of you and her and it's like, you were so much taller than her. Like, like, it, or it just appeared that way. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> but I still feel like even after all these years, because this is not something that just happened, correct? Correct. Yeah. This is something that happened some time ago that you still think of her every single day. I do. Yeah. And you always say, well, if circumstances were different, maybe she wouldn't have died. Yeah. She says, I want you to know that what happened was a complete freak thing that happened. 
did she ever talk to you about like feel like that she was always going to die young? No. Why did she make me feel that way? So I don't know if she shared that with someone. <laughs> well, Kate feels that way. I <laughs> know. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me. What, you feel that way? Yeah, I've always said that. And that's weird because my dad always said that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> she made me feel like, but for you, you're, it's like you're past that point. <laughs> I think I go, did you just insult her? I go, she looks young to me, but it's almost like, no, like you can't. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you have made Might it. You can't young die young because you're not young anymore. <laughs> Listen, you're talking to me. I'm 55. Talk about, talk about not being young. But do, but do you, like, I felt like it was almost like you were past that point of like, let's just say, I'm just going to hypothetical this. Like, oh, you know what? I don't think I'm going to make it past the age of 25. You know, mm -hmm. and here I am. I'm 32. Like, you know, like, does that make sense? Yeah. Yes. And, and I think that this is important because not everything is set in stone. Sometimes we might feel things because of a previous life like the soul recalling something that makes sense. It does. And yeah. yes, it does happen in some instances where people feel or people might say, yes, they've always said that they would, that they never felt that they were going to live a long life or um, they weren't going to be around for a long time. Right. And they do pass. And then others, and they live to be 95. <laughs> what I admire of, I think what she's trying to say is that, no matter how we feel, it doesn't always mean that that is exactly what is going to happen or what is meant to happen. Did you ever carve your initials in like a tree or something on like in a picnic bench or in a piece of wood or something? Um, if we're talking about her, I did, <laughs> did our initials with Skittles on her grave, <laughs> which is weird. I know. <laughs> Because I think I literally used that term earlier with you your dad, Skittles. like Skittles and rainbows. And then she just made me feel like I could see you putting your initial. And it was almost like a forever bond type of thing. It was almost like I look at love and bond and soulmates in so many different ways. Because it doesn't always have to be our spouse or our partner. Mm -hmm. It was like she showed me like this heart and then our initials in it. But it was it's just acknowledging that forever bond. Mm -hmm. Fair enough? Yeah. So she like has this ray of light and this energy about yeah, her. Yes, she was. That's her. <laughs> and and she's like, you know, I just needed to make a statement. I really do feel like Caitlin. This was all about you receiving peace and comfort from your dads. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like even you know Kristen's grandmother was just like a bonus in like saying like, yeah, this is happening. And then and then you have your childhood friends that is stepping forward and saying, but you need to also hear from me so you can heal from my dad. So you can begin to heal from all of your other losses. And I'm going to say this, your grandmother looked at me and I looked back at your grandmother, Kristen, and she was like, she had like these tears and she was like, Oh, like, so, you know, like grandmothers cry and they're happy. Mm -hmm. And I said to her, I said, I said, Oh, I said, what, do you want to say something? And she says, the, the thing that I love about Kristen and Caitlin is that she goes, and I don't mean to sound corny. She says, but they bring out the best in each other. 
that no matter what it is, like, it, you know, it's almost like you can have faith, but like now you brought, you had faith, but then you were able to bring your faith to such a different level of spirituality together. And I feel like you've grown together in this spiritual sense. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So know, and Kristen, if you feel that your grandmother guides you as a part of it, know that all of your loved ones are a part of it because they prove today that no matter how they depart, because they're part of our soul circle, they were connected to us. They are connected on the other side. I'm going to ask you this. Are you, are you guys married or are you yeah. guys together? You guys together married. and you're married. Were yeah. you guys talking about having children? We've been thinking about it. <laughs> okay. Look. This does not mean that you're supposed to, that you have to, because they all of a sudden, they all like gathered together and they all, I never saw this before, they all held and they're like, oh, we're so excited, so excited, so excited. And I'm like, why? Why are we so excited? Does anyone want to clue me in on why we're so excited? And then I just said, I'm not going to the hospital, right? Like, oh, and man. then- and then what they showed me was someone that I know where each uh, wife carried their one of their children. That has become my symbol. So know that, look, this doesn't mean this is what you're supposed to do. This is what you have to do, whether if it's adoption or maybe you don't do it at all, whatever it may be. It's validating that your loved ones know. And I feel like it's important because I feel that then your dad stepped forward, Caitlin, and said, because you both are going to be the most amazing parents. <laughs> and that because of the love that you have still shown and given all of us through after everything the both the both of you have been through, you still find this way to love unconditionally with this open heart with no judgment and just pure love and acceptance. So just know that they were a part, that they were present for the conversation. And if you do choose, they support the decision. Doesn't mean that you have to or that you should. Thank you. So what an amazing, I'm going to remember this because <laughs> I've been, I've been through the mill this morning. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh my God. So not only did you leave such an impression with me, I mean, all readings leave some type of mark on me, but this by far, <laughs> and I, you know, and I hope you're still going to come to my live shows now. <laughs> oh man. Oh my gosh. But I can't thank you both enough for uh, trusting me with the souls of your departed loved ones and for giving me this opportunity to share my gift with you both. This was such an incredible and an amazing session and something that I haven't experienced in a very long time. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I am Kristen, and I'm from upstate New York. I'm Caitlin, and I'm also from upstate New York. I was looking to hear briefly uh, from my grandmother, and she briefly popped in. I was excited to speak with my dad, and I was lucky enough to talk to him today. Our experience, it couldn't have been better. I think it was a perfect reading. I can't believe what just happened. It was an amazing experience. What she was saying to you was like, you can't guess that type of stuff. She was talking about the stars and the moon. You know, it makes sense. Like she's talking about a direction or or guiding. And I I do have a lighthouse. The Star Spangled Banner to a tattoo. So she followed it up with a tattoo question. And it was a tattoo that my dad wanted of like an American flag crossing um, like an Irish flag on the back of his calf. I have like three of his cards saved and that's that's all I have left. It's actually crazy because my dog ripped them up. So I only have like bits and pieces of one. And the one one thing he wrote in there was like the stars and the moon and the sky. I'm always going to be there. Um, and obviously that was when he was alive. And the moon was something that I would always go look at if I was, you know, feeling a little anxious or stressed out and I didn't have him. I would go look at the moon. So when she said that, I was like, OK, <laughs> he's trying to tell me he's there. I can't believe that our reading went exactly the way that we had wanted it to. To Teresa, this has been life-changing. I think, you know, we were talking about this is a bucket list item. And we are so thankful because I know, you know, everybody in the world wants to talk to her. It felt very special to have this time and to talk to our loved ones. Yeah, it was amazing. It really was. Hey guys, if you're loving Hey Spirit and my new series on Lifetime, Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits, you might love my live show, Teresa Caputo Live. Check out my website at TeresaCaputo.com for tickets and to see if I'm in a city near you.